0: Welcome to D180s, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for linking up with us. I'm AJ. And I'm Janae. We still holding it down with the theme pop them tags. And you know what? This time we're taking a turn. We was just in a grocery store. We started in the mall. And now, I mean, I guess we kind of back in the mall. It's not really a mall. It's kind of like a standalone store. Maybe an outlet mall. Let's say something like that. This episode, we're going to be talking about 2020s slacks. And let me tell you something. I related too hard to this movie. Johnny, have you ever worked in retail? Nope. Ma'am, okay. So, and I was... I was dreading this one because i'm like i i really didn't know if you had worked in retail before but if you have worked in retail survivors this movie hits so effing hard so let me be brief real quick i was was i 15 or was i 16. i don't remember it was one of them i feel like 15. And I got my first job at the mall, and then working at the mall was low-key a flex if you worked at the mall, because we was already hanging out at the mall. Then you working at a store and you getting a discount, you know, you got all the little cute clothes that was in style and trend. We was brainwashed, we ain't know no better, we was teens. But that's the point. So, my first job was Victoria's Secret at 15. That's actually fun. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not for, like, the discount and the cute underwear. Listen, it was only 30%. Then all the panties had to be folded, like, literally folded and sized from extra small to extra large. Some of the managers wanted you to color code them. I'm just like, okay, you got me doing way too much. then oh my god then so if i wasn't working in the pink section or the bra section you had to work in the perfume section which you would think is like cool because all i had to do is just stand here and you know just mitigate no no they literally okay so y'all know how y'all walk in the store right and they be like, they'll come up to you. Hi, welcome to such and such and such. What are you in for today? Have you tried this? This is our new Santa da, 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 and da, 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 let me spray it for you. Like all of that, we do that. And I say we, because I'm trying to relate to y'all. Cause I'm not, I don't work in retail no more. I do not plan on going back cause it is hell. But if you don't do that, the manager is going to be in your headset and if they get to a customer and ask them about it, and that customer says like, oh no, I didn't know about this. You end up getting in trouble because you didn't do your pitch. You didn't do your job. And I'm just like, bruh, sometimes people just know what they want when they come in the store. They just want to come in. They don't want to talk to you. Exactly. Like, don't pressure me like this. Like, it's the worst. So when I did work in perfume and I had to do that, it was it goes by so slow. And then the turning point for me at Victoria's Secret. We kind of had a situation like we have in the movie. We had to stay late at night because Victoria's Secret, we have these extravagant sets, especially when the Victoria's Secret fashion show used to be a thing, right? We had to redo the store, all the promo, like all those cardboard things y'all see dangling from the ceiling, we put those up. Like the mannequins, redressing them, all of that. Like we do that. We would have to stay late. Like I think the latest that I stayed at Victoria's Secret was like maybe like midnight, maybe something like that. Girl, one of my managers came up to me, handed me this little plastic gift card and it was kind of scratched up. I'm like, why is she handing me this? This heifer wanted me to get on my knees and scrape gum off the floor. I knew. I was done. And then I remembered that was the year that Victoria's Secret was getting remodeled because a lot of the stores around the region were getting remodeled. So they put us like in this other store at the end of the mall that was like one of those stores that would eventually be something like a spirit of Halloween. Like, you know, it's vacant so you can use it for anything. They put us in there while the new store was getting remodeled. And once we got in that store, I think I worked for like... Two more weeks and I was out like I just it was some people I was cool with I remember one of my classmates worked there and you know when she was there would be cool but I hated it I was just like 15 year olds do not need to be in this workspace like this is not it so then I moved on to Charlotte Roos I worked there literally my sophomore year in college all the way up until I graduated and I worked at and even after I graduated, because I worked at three different stores. So I worked at one in my hometown in Gary, Indiana. So that was Maryville, South Lake Mall. That was cool. It wasn't that bad. We got 40% off. And then during certain little incentives, we would get 50 and 60% off. So that was cool. Then when I went to college, I worked at the Charlotte Russe that opened at the mall. That was completely fun. They literally let me do what I wanted to do. I was able to dress mannequins. I was able to do storefront designs like that. Y'all you all know me, y'all see what I'm doing now. That's stuff I like. Then when I graduated college and I moved to Indianapolis, bitch, mm-mm. Castleton Mall in Indianapolis, count yo days. I hated it. Hated it so much that I had auditioned for a dance team and I just knew I was gonna make it. I was cocky. I knew I was gonna make it. My ass didn't make it, but I still left. I wrote a letter on a piece of paper. I said, this is my two weeks notice. And I dated it. I signed it. I ain't come back. I left it on the desk and did not come back. They was calling me. I did not care. I was over it. I just could not deal. So anybody that's ever worked in retail, I know that spill was long but I am here with you and I feel you. So that's why when I go shopping now, I put things back where they belong. <laughs> I literally don't try to make no trouble because I know y'all be going through it and I get it. I am here with you. I feel you, okay? Whew. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So when it comes to slacks, this movie here, Like I said, it fell in my lap during quarantine, right? And I'm not going to get to this yet because what I want to bring up in this movie, do you remember, and they still have this going on, you remember the red campaign? For AIDS? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You remember how big that was? If you bought this red item, you're helping to battle the fight against AIDS or the I Love yep. Boobie bracelets. You yep. remember those? And those was huge. I actually even, found those when I was um, moving out my parents' house. <laughs> I still have one. And then that god-awful Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial when she's handing the Pepsi pop to the police girl. Girl. <laughs> I bring all of these up to say that companies do campaigns like these all the time like they yeah. do something to make you feel like you're making a difference. And even okay, perfect example, grocery stores when see I do self checkout so I don't feel no guilt. But when you don't do self checkout and you have the people that ask you, "Do you want to donate a dollar to St. Jude to help da 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 da?" and you say no and they want to give you stank looks. First of all, baby, Y'all not even giving them that $4 or my full donation. Y'all taking the cut of the pie and a small little percentage only goes to St. Jude. Now for y'all that didn't know that, now you know. And this is why I don't give you my dollar. If I wanna donate to them, I'm going to do it directly thank you. Or like me and BJ will do, we're going to take toys to the kitties during Christmas. Like that's what we're going to do. I'm not giving you my dollar so you can give them 15 cents. uh, No, 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 no. That's not going to work like that. Now, all campaigns aren't like this. You do have some that are actually genuine and do what they say they're going to do in their mission. But you know, it's just all about doing your research for real. But before we get too preachy, Let's get into these park recommendations <laughs> I am laughing Because I'm curious Because johnny has been quiet And like I said she hasn't worked in retail So like I'm trying to gauge Where we gonna go with this movie <laughs> But <laughs> If you enjoyed this one Or if you just want to see more Inanimate objects going fucking Wild Check out Rubber from 2010 It's about a killer tire Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, y'all, if y'all seen it, y'all know that one kill. Actually, it's two kills in that movie that get me. But listen, Killer Tire, I'm all about it. (laughs) The second one is Killer Sofa. That came out in 2019. I'm dead serious. You know what? I could have did a theme on inanimate objects that kill in the horror genre. But see, the beauty of it is like, obviously, it's a joke. Like, it's not meant to be taken serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you watching Slacks, you're coming here for the killer pants. Like, you you know exactly. You're coming in here for nuts. And just like Chucky says, we have a high tolerance for nuts. But into how I found this, and obviously by proxy, they found this because I told her to watch it. But... <laughs> It was the best of times. It was the worst of times during quarantine. It was like March. So this was like early, early ass quarantine, right? Shutter was putting out original after original. Some of them stinkers, okay? It's a movie called Don't Go in the Effing Attic. It's literally called Don't Go in the Fing Attic. It's terrible. I hated it. I was just like, now what the hell is this? But then. I found slacks and I was like thank you for like knowing what you are and being what you are because if this had taken itself super serious then I would have been like girl sit down but this is true it knows what it is. This one is directed by Elza Kephart also written by Elza Kephart and Patricia Gomez It's starring Romaine Dennis as Libby McLean, Brett Donahue as Craig, Sahar Bohani as Shruti, Kenny Wong as Lord, Tiana Nori as Barb Lebowski. You gotta say her name like that, Barb Lebowski. (laughs) Jessica B. Hill as Hunter, Erica Anderson as Peyton Jules, Hanneke Talbot as Jenna, and Steven Beauregard as Harold Lansgrove and let me tell you something I know you ain't seen this movie yet but to my survivors when he popped up in this movie it took me a second it actually took me two viewings because the first time I watched it I'm like I know this man why do I know this man and then I was like is that Bev's daddy from it I love you bevy Is that you? It it is definitely him, y'all. Like, I could not believe it. I was just like, (gasps) but rounding out our cast, we have Pertha Mazumar as Kirat. And we're going to get into her later because she got a story to tell and y'all need to hear it. Now, because this is a newer movie, there weren't a lot of behind the scenes things that I can give you. But I do have a few links for you down at the bottom that you guys can check out. So, without further ado, you ready to bounce out to the queue line? Yes, I am. Mm, Okay, well, let's go. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines, cause this here's a wild ride. Miss Janay, do you like wearing jeans? Yes, I do. You do? Well, I mainly think in the winter time, fall and winter. <laughs> say that one more time. Even though it's a separate chat, just go ahead and say one more time.
1: Mainly in the winter time, like all in winter and spring, summer. I hate spring things that cover my legs
0: i'm more like a all-around type especially because i'm into more of like the baggy jeans skinny jeans i like them but mom jeans i love them some of bj's jeans he like went to his mom's house and like pulled out a whole bunch of clothes from like high school and he was like joking he was like i bet you could fit these and lo and behold i could they were like literally his high school clothes And I'll be wearing his jeans. I have like five pair of his jeans. Like definitely vintage at this point. First of all, that was like 12 years ago. But (laughs) definitely vintage at this point. They're really, really cute actually. And you know me. I like dressing like a little tomboy anyway. So it fits for my little aesthetic. But I have a quiz that might know your favorite type of jeans based on the day that you plan. You ready for this one? First things first. What are you gonna eat for breakfast? Are you gonna have a nice little spread of eggs, bacon, grapefruit slices, a stack of pancakes, an acai bowl, or an assortment of waffles? And these waffles got the works. They got powder waffles. They got chocolate drizzle waffles. They got some waffles with the strawberries, waffles with the bananas. It's just a whole assortment. Um, I'll eat the eggs minus the bacon. What are you going to wear today? Are you going to wear a teeny crop top with boyfriend jeans? Are you going to wear a nice little t-shirt with straight jeans and a little jacket? Are you just gonna wear a swimsuit? Or are you going to wear more of a fall vibe, loose fitting pants? With the boots with a nice little fall jacket
1: um i guess a shirt
0: with straight jeans where are you going are you going to work are you going to school are you going to the park are you staying at home i'm staying at home (laughs) (laughs) i mean especially now like come on (laughs) well You know, I know what you said in the last question, but you have to answer this one. (laughs) What time are you coming back home? 5 p.m., 7 p.m., 6 p.m., or late?
1: Well, if I am out and about, I normally don't come home till late,
0: so late. And what's for dinner? Are you having a nice bowl of pho, I love pho, steak, a burger, or a nice little salad?
1: I'll take a salad.
0: Ooh. You got boyfriend jeans just like me. You know what's funny? I don't wear those. What are your favorite jeans? I was wondering, did you like boyfriend jeans? I was like, I don't see you wear those a lot. But those are my absolute favorite. And then skinny jeans would be next. But all boyfriend jeans, jeans are my top. <laughs> <laughs> all I wear is skinny jeans. That's all I wear. I'm just like, see, my thing with skinny jeans is I look good in them. But. Boyfriend jeans? Oh my God, they just, they put me in my zone. But I guess they were wrong. But (laughs) I got boyfriend jeans and I was excited. I was like, I'm probably gonna get something wrong. I don't know what the other choices are. I did mix it up one time and I got skinny jeans, but the first time I did it, I got boyfriend jeans. I'm but like yeah. that. I'm the millennial that everyone be talking about me. Like, oh, my God. Oh, they wear ski jeans. That's oh me. Oh, my God. They need to stop that. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Christ <laughs> sakes. Because here's oh, the I thing. Wear. And I I was going to talk about this later. And I might hold it in for a little bit later. But I'm like, y'all need to cut the crap. Okay? Cut the crap with the fashion. Because first, first of all, y'all moving too fast. And I know it's called fast fashion, but I'm just like, y'all doing too much. Like, if you want to wear skinny jeans, wear the damn skinny jeans. If you want to wear boyfriend jeans, if you want to, okay, don't wear jeggings. Just, I will clown you. Please don't. Don't do it. Just throw those away. You don't. Just wear leggings, babe. Just wear leggings. Please don't do no damn jeggings. And while you're throwing them away, make sure you come back. Because when we come back, we're going to be talking about 2020s. Slacks and ass to die for. Mm. Oh.
1: Ready. Hi there, and you are Libby. You are here for the new collection turnaround. This is such an important night for us. Oh. A lot of people have been very keen to get their eyes on it. Jeans that automatically adapt to your body size. The Super Shapers.
0: Lockdown activated
1: I want you to know I will do whatever it takes To make sure things go as scheduled Oh my god I'm so like totally excited I could just die should, Should we call the police? We can't We're in lockdown What if there's a killer out there? Are you afraid there's a killer out there? Get ready for Slacks. Okay, so we know two things. It loves Bollywood
0: music and it has a bindi on its forehead. Slacks. Small price to pay for an awesome ass. Again, main reason I don't watch trailers, even though, like I said, this movie knows what it is, and you're coming here for the killer pants. But this trailer definitely just said, "Okay, I'm about to show you all this," but you still gonna watch this movie. <laughs> hated the trailer, okay? Like,
1: hated the trailer.
0: Like the colors were nice, right. at least. But yeah, I'm like, they literally show you and everybody's movie. death. Like, I'm just like, oh well. Okay, like they, they chop up a few things to like, and I mean, I don't know, they chop up a few things, but I think that was the festival trailer that I'm thinking of now. But still, it's the same thing. So you know what? We might as well just get right into it, right? Right. <laughs> and so this movie opens with people picking cotton in the cotton field. And the first time I watched this, BJ was watching it with me and we both just paused and we was like, er- and we looked at each other. We said, now, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> and come to find out, it's not us necessarily picking cotton. But still, we were just like, now, wait a minute, hold it. But we had to see where the movie was going. So basically, we're in India. And they're picking cotton. And we have a young girl, we'll talk about her later, who is taking the little barrel of cotton over to, you know, someplace. But what we end up zeroing in on is a sign that's here for CCC. And I do like that it fades from the sign into the box that's being delivered to the actual store. And the workers are stocking the shelves. We head into the main store. You know, we get fake customer service smiles, fake voices, headsets chirping every two seconds, assisting managers serving as basically overseers. And of course, the customers who are licking it up. And one thing I want to talk about, the way this store is color-coded and has ecosystems was sending me because, once again, when I worked at Victoria's Secret, it was exactly like that. So I, when I first got hired, I was working in Victoria's Secret pink. Now, let me set the scene for y'all. Y'all remember when the yoga pants with the bands that had pink on the back was hot? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was working at Victoria's Secret. Like you can either get the yoga pants that went all the way down to the ground or you can get the yoga capris or you can get the yoga shorts. And I still have like three pairs of my yoga shorts with the little pink band on them. And they still look good. Kind of. Not really. But still, we were called the Pinky Poo's. Oh, what? Yes. Um, My well, he was a manager, but my manager's name was Jason Donnelly. I'm putting his government name out. Right. He'll never hear this. He'll never hear this. It's fine. But he was no, he was sweet. Like I loved him. It was the other managers. I didn't like, I don't even remember their names. That's how much I like Jason because he was so sweet. But anyway, he called us his little pinky poos. And it's another scene that I'm I'm just going to be bringing up stuff because you know what? this traumatized me and this movie brought up a whole bunch of shit for me and y'all gonna experience with me okay but another thing i want to point out is this movie subtly tells you a lot so i was just talking about the ecosystems right note how where lord is and this character we'll talk about him later lord who is asian in his little ecosystem there's a picture of an asian model in his zone And then when you, like, go around to the other characters and where they are in their zones, their model matches the person who is working in the zone. So, okay, yeah, you got, okay, we have Black employees, we have mixed-race employees, we have Asians, we have Caucasians. But it's still, you're kind of separating them still. So, like, uh, what's happening here, right? That's weird. (laughs) I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it till I watched it this second time for the podcast. Because, you know, like I said, I had already seen it. So I knew what was coming. So, you know, at this point, I am just looking in the background. I'm like, now, wait a minute. So I first seen it with Lori. And then I'm like, let me keep watching. And then I noticed it with everybody else. I'm like, oh, well, dang. Like, good job, Slacks. Good on you. So in comes little idealistic, naive teenager, Libby McLean, arriving for her first day of work. This is literally me coming to Victoria's Secret, I just thought, like, this was going to be the best thing ever, and she's literally the prototype, just like I said, there's always that one person that's bright-eyed, bushy tail ready to work, like, you can literally ask them anything, they will do it, because they're just that excited, and then you have your other employees that done, been there, done that, they ready to get the fuck, honestly, like, they could care less about any of this, they just, give me my check, and let's go. And honestly, that's our next character that we meet, Shruti, who takes Libby to meet the store manager, Craig. And we immediately get into the dynamics of all the other employees. And when I tell you, if you worked in retail, they are spot on. Like I said, Shruti literally could not care less about any of this that's going on right now. Just give her her check so she can go. You have Hunter, the assistant manager, who... Might be cool, depending on how you approach her. You know, that type of person, like, eh. Then you got Gemma, clearly the bitch of the story. Like, she might be nice to you at first. But then you're going to quickly peep that she's all about herself. And if it comes to between you and her, it's definitely going to be her before you. Then we have Lord, who I mentioned earlier, that is probably more qualified to be an assistant manager or maybe is in training to be an assistant manager and literally is over everybody's crap, but keeps it cordial just so he can have his job. So you literally have all these characters in this retail store. Usually on your first day on the job, you either filling out work or you watching training videos, you're not really like out on the floor yet. Or, you know, some places really do just be throwing you into the mix, which is kind of like what happens to Libby after she fills out all these papers. But meanwhile, we start to see a pair of jeans coming to life as one of the employees is hiding out in the back, reading a magazine and watching a little YouTube video of Peyton Jewels, who was an influencer on her phone. And let me tell you something. When I worked at Charlotte Roos, that was me, especially when I got to my second and third Charlotte Russe stores because I kind of knew the ropes at that point. I would volunteer to unpack the boxes in the back just so I can have my phone like because the way it was set up in Charlotte Roos the door was literally at the end of a hall. So if somebody was coming, I would hear them and I had time to like stash my phone or do whatever the heck I needed to do. Or even like working in shoes, like you always had to go in the back to get the shoes anyway. So I would just take like a little bit longer than usual to find the shoe. (laughs) Just so I could take time to myself and make time pass because listen, like. I don't got time for all of this. Or working the register was cool too, but then you would have those customers that's just doing the most. And also, you can find me in the back. But anyway, Hunter ain't really trying to deal with no new hires, right? She really trying to hook up with old boy who be doing her little errands. So she dumps Libby off on Lord, who immediately drags Libby for not wearing the trending clothes of the season, even though the clothes she bought are from last month which apparently at CCC was three seasons ago. The seasons change rapidly. We just talked about fast fashion. So she ends up buying the most basic shirts for $175.52. And she don't even get an employee discount. Cause she don't work there yet, technically? That's messed up. Nick, you got me on the clock. I work here. Give me my discount. Like, that's some bullshit. Then first of all, here's my thing. Like I said, with fast fashion. I bought a shirt last month and you telling me it's out of style already. But even you can look at this summer it's perfect example. Most of the clothes that we wore in Vegas are out. Like, I mean, if you want to wear them, I'm still going to wear myself. You can wear it, but it's new trends happening now. Like that ain't even it no more. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit just moves way too fast. And not even that you got people working in these shops that have to bust their ass To get them to you because it's such a high demand for them.
1: See, I'm not like really a trendy person. I just wear what I like and what makes me feel good and
0: comfortable. (laughs) That's just me. I'm both. But also, I know how to make my old things look good. I buy pieces. That's my thing. I'm always buying pieces of things so I can just make my own little style. But
1: yeah, I'm more like a I like solid. I like buy like a whole bunch of solid colors. And then I'll just mix and
0: match. Bye. I mean, I like print. I, I mean, I play. You see how I dress. I play with yeah. all these kinds of things. But I literally have stuff from high school that I'm still wearing because it's back in trend. And I can still fit it. Like, first of all, the shame of me not having, <laughs> like, I tease myself all the time. I'm literally still wearing high school clothes. And I'm just like, wow, is this what my adult life is? Like, am I just going to be this size forever? All right, whatever. <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Who cares? Craig is in the back, hyping himself up for tonight's meeting because, of course, he wants to prove to the company's founder, Harold Lansgrove, that he's capable of being a regional manager. And I'm just like, look, I've met people like this. They do not care. And Craig, we're going to get into him because I'm ready to rip him to shreds. But while this is happening, Miss Gemma steals a pair of the new super shapers, which are the new jeans that are coming out, which is the reason why Harold is even coming to the store anyway, because they're about to have this lunch, right? Meanwhile, Gemma steals a pair of the brand new super shapers, which are like these super exclusive pants. We're going to get into those. She's bold enough to pull them out of her bag and put them on right in front of Hunter while they're in the bathroom. Luckily, Hunter turns a blind eye as long as Gemma doesn't throw her under the bus for screwing niggas on the clock. So, you know, they kind of got dirt on each other. They got to keep it shh, sh- sh- sh. Back to Craig. He's out preparing his employees for the founder's arrival. And, you know, Gemma comes out there. All of a sudden, she starts to feel cramps. And y'all already know. If you've seen the movie, you know where I'm about to go. The influence of Carrie plug it up girl plug it up i was like see we're not escaping carrie that carrie white <laughs> rain just don't let up Gemma walks off and of course robot king or craig as they call him clocks the jeans immediately and i was like i had an issue with him not even properly reprimanding her for stealing the jeans But I definitely know if it was somebody else of different skin color, that would have been a whole different case.
1: I think he was just too preoccupied and making sure everything went smoothly. Then
0: he was like, yeah, we'll do with this later. I could take that. But I'm just like, either it's because of her skin tone or because, you know, apparently she's one of the top girls. But And you can tell, like, Gemma is that girl that knows that they're not going to do nothing to her. (laughs) She's like, okay, whatever. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Harold Lansgrove briefly comes to visit. You know, he's giving his little spirited speech to the employees, preparing them for the highly anticipated launch of the super shapers that I mentioned earlier. So, these designer jeans are capable of conforming to any body type. Like, as soon as you put them on, whether you're five pounds underweight, five pounds overweight, don't worry about it. These jeans are going to fit you. He also lets us know that that influencer we talked about earlier, Peyton Jules, she's going to be in the building, too, at midnight to do a little live stream, quote unquote, because, you know, of course, they got to have some influencer promoting the jeans. It's so relatable to have the founder come in because we we haven't had I don't think we ever had the founder come in, but we've had like higher ups come in and they'll like work the shift with us just to see like how we do stuff and try to hype us up and give us these little incentives and stuff. And whole time they don't even care. Like he didn't even know Craig's name. He was calling him everything but Craig. I was like, oh,
1: definitely did not care.
0: So during all of this, Gemma had been in a bathroom where the jeans just constricted around Gemma's waist until she's torn in half. And timeout, Can we talk about how self efficient these jeans are? Cleaning up an entire murder scene? Like that. I know they don't know this yet, but that's the selling point. Okay. You can get away with murder in these jeans. Oh my God. That's what they need to say. I'm serious. Like, can you just imagine? Slacks. Killer jeans, clean up the scene. <laughs> I could work on that a little bit more. But see, you laugh. You thought it was funny.
1: <laughs> because will the jeans actually clean up the scene or and help you or will it just kill you?
0: I mean, I guess it's debatable. Probably kill you. But <laughs> it's 930 as the CCC is shutting down for lockdown as Craig sends Hunter to go look for Gemma. this scene had me dying because the way they like do a split screen and it makes you think they're in two different areas whole time she's right behind him he has a stick up his ass that needs to be removed listen i'm telling you john a these managers they really be like that like i'm not like craig was spot on like the way they wrote him and a bunch of these other characters were spot on on now I don't know like I feel like some of the managers I worked with one of them comes to mind I know two of them actually the one that told me to scrape that gum off the floor and one of them that I dealt with at the Indianapolis Charlotte roots I'm not gonna name drop but um them two I feel like they would be on that Craig stuff the other ones I feel like you know they might have a little bit of a sense but Hunter doesn't find Gemma But she finds the jeans and becomes entranced by them, and it makes Hunter put the jeans on, but when she does, they start twisting around her until she falls and impales herself on the head on a coat hook. This also, you know, in my opinion, it's a commentary on how marketing works. Like, obviously, the jeans, we know, spoiler alert, the jeans are possessed, but You know how some marketing campaigns, they make you feel like you need this, like you have to buy this. And even when you go in stores, like they want you to try on, like, why don't you try this one with this? Like, this is our new blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, good call, movie. I see what y'all trying to do. Good on y'all. I get it. Libby, sweet Libby, sweet naive girl, tries to make friends with Shruti by commenting on the music she's listening to. And Shruti figuratively, takes her head off for assuming that she likes Bollywood music just because she's of Indian descent. She must like Bollywood music, right? I mean, no. But the thing is, I like how she's literally taking the head off a mannequin when she's telling her this. She's like, where are you from? Greenville. Do you listen to Green Day? Uh, who's that? First of all, girl, how you don't know who Green Day is?
1: I just, I didn't like this only because when Shruti dropped her dro- dropped her off at Craig's office, she mentioned that she was listening to Indian music in her headphones. So <laughs> Libby was just trying to relate to her.
0: I get it. I think it was just because of the actual song that she said. Like, I honestly don't know if the first song was technically Bollywood. I don't know. Somebody, I stand to be corrected. Please let me know. But I'm wondering if it's because she was just like... Well, that's must be all you listen to. So let me just, and I feel you, John. I was just like, dang, she was just trying to be nice. But like right. I said, Shirty, Shirley don't care. Shruti just trying to go home. She just, <laughs> she trying to mount her business. So Craig ends up noticing, you know, like I have two employees missing. These are my top girls. Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Where they at though? So she sends, well, he sends Libby to go look for both of them. And, you know, Libby's eager. She's going to do whatever you ask her to do. It's her first day. She's excited. So she goes to look for them. She knew that Gemma went to the bathroom. She go in the bathroom. Don't find her. But then she sees some hair coming out of the little cabinet in the sink. She finds Gemma's mangled body, like intestines out, like all that out. She goes to get Craig. And Craig is like, um, well, I knew she had body image issues, but I didn't think she would do this. How does one person saw themselves in (laughs) half? I'm just like, like, (laughs) come come on. So, you know, honestly, what this is, is Craig is trying to get this promotion. Like, he want to be regional manager. And he's just like, okay, now if we call the police, the police going to bring the media, all of this bad light, quote unquote, bad light is going to come to the store. And that's just going to mess up the whole lunch. So... You got to be quiet, Libby. We can't, you got, shh, 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 shh. and we on lockdown anyway. So, you know, like after the lockdown Liz, I promise you, we will do this. I would have quit right then and there. I don't care if I had to sit in the back office until lockdown. I would have quit because you're not bringing me into your ish. And also, another commentary this shows you exactly how disposable you are to any job. I swear to God, people be breaking their necks for jobs and I get it. We got to make our living, We got to get our coin, but God forbid. But if you do pass, they're going to replace you the next day. It's going to be a help wanted sign or a whatever you want to call it, job applications for your job with a quick and the point even goes even more further because they wrap her up in tart they literally put her in one of the little bigger clothing bins that you use will her to the back next to the other mannequin parts like he literally looks at his employees as nothing but mannequins like they're replaceable like we can just we'll figure it out later like that's messed up but it's the truth damn Lord finds the jeans falling into the same trap after he was originally going to put them back into the safe. And look, his his death is messed up because them jeans ain't wasting no time. That zipper chopped off that finger, some more little parts. And then the waist of the jeans forms a mouth and like the booty pockets form like the little eyes. And it just started biting him to death, like just ripping him up. I was just like, well, damn,
1: Poor Lord. Poor Lord. Even though he was a little creepy at the beginning, but you thought he was creepy? Just a little bit. When he was um telling her like her stuff was out of season and stuff like that. He
0: was a I creepy. thought he was being an asshole. I didn't think he was being creepy. I thought he was literally being a sarcastic ass. Cause um even at the end of their conversation, he was like, yeah. And then, like, just changed his face to, like, a stale face. I just really thought he was literally being a nonchalant asshole. And I was like, yeah, like, you get people like that. Like, I can name. I'm not going to. But I can name a few employees that I ran into like that. And I was just like, yeah. Whenever I would work shifts with them, listen. And it used to be to the point where we used to, like, try to plan our shifts together. Like, the people we was cool with. Even down to the manager. Like, sometimes I would look at the manager I was working with. I'm like, oh, this bitch. (sighs) Anyway, Libby, her little nosy self, first of all, she already traumatized because she got to keep this big old secret on the hush hush. She peeps Craig going into the back. Girl, I just would have stayed out in the front. I just would have minded my business. Nobody told you to go follow Craig. She ends up discovering Craig, discovering Lord's mangled body, all packaged in a box. And she again, she's like, no, we have to call the cops like this. No, 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 no. But Craig is like, okay, look, how about I tell Harold and we'll let him figure this out. He he knows what's best. So, of course, she believes him. And because she's so naive, she ends up getting bopped in the back of the head with a damn mannequin leg. I was like, now, I don't know if y'all know. Mannequins used to be plastic, but they're not plastic no more. Those things are legit hard now. Like, I don't know if they changed it since I've been working in retail, but the last time I worked in retail, I was the girl that dressed the mannequins in the storefront and around the store. Them just is heavy. Like, they can break if you drop them the wrong way, literally can crack. So I'm just like, you can't just be bopping people in the back of the head with them things. That's, you can go to jail. Well, he already needs to go to jail, but. That's another offense. So now midnight comes. Peyton Jules arrives with a small little camera crew to record her sneak preview of the jeans. And Barb Lebowski, she's she's basically PR. She breaks the news to Peyton that she can't go live because, you know, this is lockdown. It's supposed to be exclusive. But, you know, just think about it. Your fans, they, you know, you might not drop at midnight, but your fans are going to be pining for this video, girl. So at 8 a.m., you're going to have more viewers than you thought you know what I'm saying however Peyton goes ahead and just films her video it's not live she's filming it and as she's filming first of all can we talk about Peyton for two seconds I did not like her I was like sis she did a great job at being an annoying influencer like her coming in and doing, like, you know how, like, in the movies, like, how you have the long hair, and you, like, do the slow-mo, like, neck roll to get the hair out your face. I'm like, girl, them bun-buns ain't going nowhere. (laughs) 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 That fur coat, that fur phone case. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, no. Like, this girl need a bonus check. Like, the actual actress, like, I'm like, Erica Anderson, honey, understood the assignment because you were annoying as hell, and you were supposed to be, but child (laughs) are you ready three two one have you been jewelsing for a new pair of jeans i said not her turning her name into a damn verb and they'd really be doing that though (laughs) yeah they do they really do (laughs) oh my gosh so as peyton's doing her little video You like when you look at it, it looks like she's bumping the jeans like, you know, with her coat. She's moving around. But in real life, it's the actual pair of jeans and they just come up behind her and just strangle her. Mind you, they're still rolling and there's employees in the back, even though they was told not to have their cameras out. It's employees in the back filming this, too. And everybody just looking like, what the hell? Then nobody try to come help this girl. I probably wouldn't have either. But don't nobody try to do nothing. And then all of a sudden they see her just fall to the ground. And Harold's little speech from earlier, his little beloved, belong, that whole little speech plays as the genes just reanimate and come to life and first of all I was cracking up have you ever seen like the Backstreet Boys or did Janet Jackson do this I feel like I know Michael Jackson did this have you ever seen or ever been on I've done this before I just thought about it but mine was slow anyway you know what a toaster is on stage no Okay, so survivors. If you guys know, if you don't know, a toaster is like it's a trap door on a stage, right? And artists will go to the bottom of the stage, and either the toaster will rise slowly, and you like you know when you at a concert and you see them come from the bottom of the stage and they just appear on stage. That's what a toaster is. But sometimes it'll go fast and pop you up, literally like a little slice of bread, like a toaster so when the jeans jumped on top of that counter that's exactly what I thought of but I was just dying I um it's a link down below so y'all can see like how they did this like literally they had a person in a whole green suit but they had like poles attached to the jeans and like poles attached to their arms and that's how they was like working the jeans and it's funny when you watch the person do it, but seeing it, you know, after they take all the effects out and stuff, I was dying because these jeans was not fucking around and they just literally go and kill everybody in the front of the store. And I'm just like, oh, wow, we doing this. Now, one thing I wish, and it was probably budget and they didn't want it to look too silly. It was already silly. I wanted to see more people get killed. Like, we see the bodies later. Like, we see the aftermath. But I wanted to see it.
1: Yeah, they didn't really show the kills.
0: Kind of, sort of. It wasn't that bad. Like, even, like, when Hunter earlier, when she falls on top of the coat hook, y'all could have showed us that. But like I said, it was probably budget. They probably didn't have the money to, or the legwork to do all that. But I was just like... Y'all could have showed us that. I mean, we see her eye later all gouged out, but you know, I'm just a gore hound. I be wanting to see stuff. So Craig finally realizes what's going on when he comes out to the main floor and just sees the jeans just just going in on the blood on the floor. And he runs to the back as he should and he tries to warn Barb But you know, she kind of signed her own death letter because she starts insulting him. Like I'm like, first of all, y'all got two different jobs. Y'all don't even. Why is y'all beefing? Like you're in PR, he's trying to be regional manager. Y'all not even trying to do the same thing. I don't understand what the beef is. But since his manhood was threatened, he got sensitive, and he was like, "I bet you can go out there, go give her the jeans. It's fine." And of course. Barb gets killed by the jeans. And not him just watching on a security cam. He's really the worst. He grew on me. He grew on me. (laughs) Wait, you say he grew on you? Yeah. What? He's a little psycho. Oh, hell no. See? Meanwhile... Libby, because mind y'all, this girl been knocked out this whole entire time, but at least Craig took her to a little spot and propped her up nicely. She recovers and finds Peyton's dropped camera, which contains footage of the killing spree. First of all, not the jeans getting caught in 4K. (laughs) Libby shows the alarm. Hold on. Libby ends up showing the video to Shruti. And Libby sees that, you know, like Shruti Loki could have got murked, but because she actually was listening to Hamada India, we get the fun. And I know I, like, breeze through this, but it was going to repeat a few times. We get the funniest scenes of the jeans actually dancing, and it kind of, like, gives us a hint. She's like, now, wait a minute, hold up. What is happening? What's happening? Okay, let's figure this out. We're going to go find Craig. So we go to Craig. We get to him. He's still acting like he don't know what's going on with these jeans. when like He didn't watch this whole thing happen. So the jeans end up finding a little mannequin, puts the pants on itself and a shirt and gives itself a little bendy to complete the look. And I'm just like, um, okay, at this point, y'all, we didn't say it all this, but I get for some of y'all, it might be hard to suspend your belief. But here's the thing. Once we find out how all of this is happening, and I told y'all how all of this was happening earlier, you kind of got to take the child's play route and just understand that now the pants have the strength of a 13-year-old girl, just like how Chucky has the strength of a grown-ass man. It's a stretch, but just roll with it, okay? Just stay there, Recognizing that the jeans have a connection to India, Libby asked Shruti to speak to the jeans in Hindi. By writing blood on the wall, the jeans revealed that they're actually possessed by kirat, a 13-year-old child laborer who was killed by a thresher in an experimental Indian cotton field used to source the super shapers. And if you remember earlier, we kind of get a little flashback here, when the girl was picking the cotton She walks to the back with the cotton and she has on her outfit, her little garb. And sorry, I didn't write the name down. So please excuse me. But her scarves get caught in the thresher and she ends up falling in. And I'm just like, now, wait a minute. Nobody was over there when this happened. Like, you mean to tell me like, I mean, I understand it probably happened really, really fast. But I'm just like, that's sad. And it's also sad that clearly she was 13. Like, child labor is a bitch. Like, it's fucked up. But, Jesus!
1: Yeah, that story was sad.
0: Rightfully so, Libby and Shruti angrily confront Craig about Kira's revelation. And Craig admits that Canadian cotton clothers image of being an organic and humanitarian company is a motherfucking lie. And that the retailer actually exploits sweatshops and uses GMOs. Wow. So, Libby and Shruti, they're trying to bargain to publicly expose Kara's story. And like, you know, like if we tell people, if we tell everyone, as Beehive Security Sugar Man would say, tell everyone, Will you stop murdering people? And she's about to do it. But then here come motherfucking Craig. Interrupting. Blasting the poor little possessed spirit. With a fire extinguisher. And fucking up the money. I was just like. We had her. We had. We was TS motherfucking A. We was handling shit. And here you come. Messing it up. So at this point. Libby and Shruti, they trying to find Kirit because she didn't ran off and they end up finding more possessed genes eating the other dead bodies that were from the front of the store. They didn't drag them to the back. And there's a chance that there's up to 175 pairs of jeans that might be alive. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with that? Warren and I. <laughs> So Craig ends up locking the two in the back of the storage room, not all the way in the back back. Cause you know, in the back that's where the triple lock security is, where the jeans were at. But he's trying to stop them from talking. And he's like, look, give me the camera. I'll let y'all go home. First of all, y'all know that's a bunch of bullocks. So they get smart and they end up taunting him to come inside to get the camera. And oh my God, this scene, those damn headsets. Craig gets smart and like pages Shruti, which inadvertently makes her headset go off. So he's able to find her and he's like, okay, give me the camera. She's like, okay, you can have it. And she tosses it. And this dude stabs her with a fucking shelf. And like, it's the part of the shelf that like keeps the shelf like up there. It's not the actual shelf. It's like that little blade triangle long piece. And I was just like, you did not have to do that to her. Like, I was shook that she died. I didn't think she was going to die. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that she died. I was was very upset. It was not fair at all. So he ends up getting his hands on the camera and finds out that the memory card ain't even up in there. So now he got to go find Libby. And he ends up finding her and ends up choking her out. I'm like, first of all, you already done hit her on the back of her head. Now you're going to choke her out? And still don't get the memory card because a horde of genes end up coming for Craig and devouring him down to the skeleton. That skeleton looked very unnerving. No pun intended. It's actually kind of cool. They need to sell that as spirit of Halloween. Cause I'm telling you, if I like came across that, I'd be like, Whoa, what the hell? Now nah, first, but... first of all, first of all my I have my hair braided y'all y'all gonna laugh at me I have my hair braided and I have little jewels on my hair and one of the jewels just like swung past my ear as I said I would be freaked out by the skeleton and I just scared myself I thought you guys should know that (laughs) I for real just jumped so hard y'all probably like heard the ruckus in the background like I just jumped so hard but ooh child not me scaring myself (laughs) Oh, but first of all can we talk about kira drop kicking him did you see that no like she literally drop kicked him before all the pans just came to devour him i said look she was over it she was mad she did not have time she didn't get extinguished by a fire extinguisher she already had her little life ended at 13 like she over all y'all bullshit at this point point. and again mm-hmm. i know right and again, Libby recovers just in time to see that the store's automated lockdown is about to end. And at this point, carrot she done got her army assembled. They done took over the whole store. Like all the pants is just lined up on these counters, right? Like they standing at a 10, <laughs> okay? And she's like, look, girl, you know this ain't right. These people ain't even do nothing to you. Like, why is you doing this? Like, chill. She tries to stop her, but it don't happen. The lockdown lifts. Libby's trying to stop the door, like trying to push it back. But y'all know she got to be like all of like 115 pounds, if that. And she ends up getting trampled to death. And first of all, when she hit that ground and that pool of blood just started pooling, I said, damn. (laughs) <laughs> they, not, they must have knocked her down hella hard because I'm like y'all could at least have some people stamping on her maybe not That's maybe that's a little too dark y'all know how I did that's probably how she cracked her head open probably
1: it stepped
0: on. probably because I mean her shirt was a little bit dirty her little $175 shirt that she just bought didn't get an employee discount was barely on the goddamn clock everybody dies in this movie because the pants go on a mass killing spree like you just see blood splooshing splashing you hear people screaming We like again like I said we don't get to see it I wish we would have got to see it but whole time Libby has the memory card in her hand like she was going to tell the story and I'm like Libby why you just ain't say that why you just didn't show her the memory card like I still got it I'm gonna go out here I'm gonna tell all these people like you could at least get yourself out girl and that is the slacks. Hey, Libby. Poor Libby. I feel like that's when you'll catch through the whole show. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of the depths have been just like, damn.
1: Well, just Shruti and um Libby and Kira. Those were like the damn. Sorry to see you go. Um I know it was a horror comedy, but I didn't like it. <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. make you hurt her
1: <laughs> like it wasn't funny to me I couldn't relate I don't I don't know I like he Restore backstory that was pretty sad I like the overall message of like fast fashion and how that just contributes to our society's downfall and I you know I like the outtakes during the end credits and I like the post credit scene right. that, that was about it I didn't really like it
0: uh, well <laughs> I on the other hand really enjoyed it but as I said I feel like and I mean I can't even say that because I know some people who didn't work in retail that dug it I just feel like it just it's just based off the person but me having worked in retail I was like this is very spot on of course it's an inanimate object. So, you know, you're in here for the nuts. It's in here for the crazy. You're in for the camp. It hit all of those marks for me. Like, didn't take yourself too seriously. The only thing I would comment on is I would have actually wanted to see more kills versus just seeing the after effects and the blood. Yeah, I would have liked to see more kills as well. Other than that, it was a pretty decent thing for me. I was cool with it. So, I'm just going to let you know right now, Nick is probably going to cuss you out because Nick literally just told us this is going to test our friendship, whether we like this movie or not. And <laughs> I figured I was like, John, they probably not going to like this movie. I can see this now. It's probably not going to like it. I like the movie, but I don't want to hype it up. And then she don't like it. And I don't want to undersell it and she don't like it. So I'm just going to shh. I'm just going to shut up. But anyway, <laughs> this movie got a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb, a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 64% on Metacritic, and 64% of Google users liked this movie. How many tickets do you give Slacks?
1: Um, I tried to change my rating based off of... Uh... Our conversation today,
0: understandable.
1: <laughs> but I'm giving it forty tickets
0: to key and Trudy. <laughs> Ooh, tough crowd. <girl. laughs> I, on the other hand, am going to go ahead and give this seventy-five tickets. <laughs> And yeah, I'm not explaining myself because it deserves it. I genuinely, <laughs> this was a fun ride. And I mean, there's another movie that just came out and I'm going to talk about it briefly. John I I don't think you've seen it yet, but Malignant. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all, yeah. let me go ahead. I'm not going to spoil it for you, John a, but hey, y'all. Hi, all my friends that told me y'all didn't like it. Hi, all my friends that told me you loved it. Guess what? I loved it. It was nothing wrong with it. We got a new serial killer. And I enjoyed it. James Wan gave me all of these different things that I really liked, but it's a lot of y'all that didn't like it. And you know what? Stop trying to make people not like stuff because you don't like stuff. And I'm joking when I say that, but I liked it. As John A. would say, I liked it. You wanna go ahead and head out to the souvenir shop? <laughs> Let's <laughs> bounce. It seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop. I'm keeping it super basic. I ain't even gonna hold y'all up, y'all. I want a pair of the super shapers. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just really, I just go ahead, make me a pair, one size fits tall. Like, you can give me different styles, because like I said, I love a boyfriend jeans. So if we can, I mean, then I guess they wouldn't be super shapers then, because these are skinny jeans. Huh. I mean, I guess around the waist, maybe. The cover art for this movie, very, very simple. Literally think of a model in the store advertising some jeans. We just see the back, we see the jeans. It's different versions of this poster. First of all, I like that they use the movie poster in the store to advertise the Super Shapers. They just change the colors. They was like, you know what, we're not about to be doing the most. We just don't do this. And depending on what version you look at, you might get the pair of jeans that has the bedazzle on the pocket. You might get the poster that has the like slacks like scratched in blood, Freddy Krueger style on the girls back. Like it's different versions of it. But you know, it's very simple. It's a vibe, but that's pretty much it, y'all. Y'all ready to run these parking announcements? That is three for four in the pot. Damn them tag theme. I am excited for next week because I've been waiting to talk about this movie. We are finally doing Chopping Mall and I am so freaking excited. Oh my God, I'm hyping it up. If Johnny don't like this movie, we gonna have some issues and I'm just saying it right now. I don't care. I'm not about to prep her for the movie. I'm not sugarcoating it because I <laughs> love this movie movie. It is zany. It is wacky. Like, it's one character that I'm going <laughs> in on when we talk about it next week. I just can't wait. I'm probably going to watch it right after we wrap up this recording to be very frank with you. I don't know. I might just do it, but <laughs> oh my God. you can hit us up on our Instagram and our Twitter at D180 Podcast. You can email us as well at Destination180 Podcast at gmail.com Com to submit your survivor submissions if you want to give us suggestions for themes or if you just want to give us feedback you can do that too don't forget to leave us a review we prefer five stars because you know that kind of like helped us climb up to the top so other people can see us I mean you know that's how y'all all got here somebody told you or you just seen us randomly somewhere but that happened because viewers like you you remember they used to do that on PBS <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But yeah, y'all, I'm going to stop being silly. But that's pretty much it, y'all. We will see y'all next time when we go to the mall to talk about the killbots bots and chopping mall. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm going to calm down. We'll see you soon. Survival. Bye, y'all. <laughs>